I can do this all day. <laughs> do you have to? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, I've got something to do this afternoon now. Oh, you do? I, c- I can't listen to you sing or scat. Got to gotta, oh. gotta, gotta, gotta go. You I have to go. wash my beard. Watch, oh, yes, beard. <laughs> it's, a, it's that time of the month. Yeah. <laughs> and well, on that well, note, no. welcome to the Superfinals <laughs> Mappy Time Battle Show. <laughs> yeah, hey, welcome. Episode 71. Is it really? Yes, it is, episode 71. And we had uh, a month off, basically, four weeks off, because we skipped yeah. the last one, sadly, because we just didn't get around to doing it. Uh, I blame mostly Alex. I mostly bre- blame Alex, too. Yes. <laughs> um, I blame him in third person. Yes. He's he, that, <laughs> sure, that, that Alex guy. No, no, I mean, yeah. it was just, we're just both of oh, us really busy. He's so unreliable and handsome. It's just sickening. <laughs> Me? Uh, but, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Alex. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm Gabor. Hello. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Um, oh, yeah. So, Alex, uh, we've got a few things to talk about that are new, but mm. is there anything specifically new with you? Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm getting a new van. Did I tell you what? that? Yeah, yeah, the the one that so, looks like the one out of Dumb and Dumber with the, the all furry dog looking one. Yeah, yep, that's the one. <laughs> Fits lots of speakers in that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, I just got distracted by something. I don't think I've actually realised you actually finally got the Zoom rack, the old oh, Japan, Japanese yeah, one. Yeah, the 12 or 4, yeah, I got it, I got it. Yeah, cool. There you go. It's cool. So, you know what you need? What? It's a Line 6 Mod Pro rack. Yeah, I know. Do you have one <laughs> um, that goes for less than the one that's going at the moment on eBay? That Yeah, they're kind of, they're not dropping in price, are they? He's not dropping them, no. Oh, but, the same uh, guy from Mel- Melbourne? Yeah, you talking same about? guy, yeah, yeah, same guy. But I'll... I'll, um, oh, I'll um, just suck it up. It's only 50 bucks. I'll, um, he, yeah, he seemed eventually. cool. We, we chatted on the Messenger thing on eBay. And he seemed cool. Well, I don't know if he likes me because I, I made a bit of a lowball offer and he just, he didn't even reply <laughs> to it. It just timed out. Yeah, me too. Because I don't feel, don't feel personally threatened because <laughs> I did the same thing. And he, he, he ignored my offer of like 200 bucks or something. <laughs> I'll get it eventually, but, uh, oh, hang on, I'm kicking the microphone. Uh, yeah. I'll get it eventually, but there's too many yeah. other things at the moment and there's other they, things they, that they, I can't necessarily talk about that aren't cheap. That are coming yes. up, so um, yeah, um, yeah, and they they are around. It's not like they're super rare. The line six no. rack stuff uh, in like, Australia to find one, it's semi rare. Yeah, but, you might have um, to wait a, a month or two for it to come up, but they are around. Yeah, but I'll get it eventually. Yeah. Well, I've got, yeah. I've already got my. Um, I mean, this is this is the, the special glasses thing, but I'm going to redo <laughs> the whole. If you watch the the videos that I do at my place. Um, the wall sort of behind, which has amps in it and, and some rack stuff in it, that's going to be completely redone. And it's going to be a, a rack thing that's going to go all the way top to bottom on that that, that cabinet behind me. So um, mm. I've already got the rails and everything. I just need to find a time to do it. But cool. um, yeah, and there's, I'm, I'm, I'm on a lookout for more rack stuff. I'm going to, I want to buy more rack stuff. Yeah, I went through a period of researching like cool old digital rack effects. Yeah. And there was, but all the cool ones are now being known to be cool and they're going up in price a lot. Well, there was like one I really 
I really wanted to get, um, which I had my eye on for a little while, and then someone uh, with what we, it was the um, uh, Mad Professor. What is it called? The modulation one. Oh, the um, the pedal du- uh, double moon. Double moon. Double. double someone moon, yeah. commented on that and said you should try out a um, uh, Lexicon Vortex. And, yeah. And I've got that now. I'm I'm looking. Well, it's it's. Uh, I get notifications if it if it pops up on eBay or Gumtree, and mm. one came up and it went for really cheap, but I got the time wrong. Sure. Um, okay. And because uh, um, I find it annoying, it gives you the fifteen minute um, reminder. You know, when you watch mm. something, it gives you fifteen minute. I wish it would give you like a five minute or two minute reminder, or I wish you could set <laughs> how long you want the reminder to be. Sure. Do you get distracted is, by no no shiny but, things? Life and no, I was, I was, it, it, it's a lot of things I'm watching seem to always go when I got to go and pick up my kids, kids from school. Sure. Yeah. And half the time I don't even notice that the notifica- notification comes up. And then by the time we're back in the car with the kids and yep. I can feel something yep. happening in my, in my pocket, <laughs> um, that sounds wrong, but, uh, um, it's usually <laughs> yeah, a little, a buzz of notification saying that I missed the auction, that it, it finishes. Yeah. And I go, oh, but yeah, there was a Vortex in Australia and it went quite cheap oh, yeah. and uh, cool. I was going to get it, um, but I'm not, I didn't. So I'm waiting. I, I want to get one of them and uh, okay. there's a couple of Boss, of the Boss Half Racks, the V, I think one is a VF one. Okay. Um, I want to get, and, uh, it's red. Oh. It's like a red half rack. Okay. Oh yeah, I do remember those. Like 97 or something, that kind of 90s, era. yeah, 90s, definitely 90s. Yeah. And there's a couple of Sony ones that I want to get. I was just going to mention that. Yeah, apparently the Sony racks are supposed to be really quite good. Yeah. Like often used for, um, uh, I think, don't quote me on this, but I think they might have been used for like um, movie, TV kind of okay. foley stuff and effects like that come from that world, the AV type world. Well, I remember when we talked, uh, to, when we talked to Peter Coppers from the mm. church, uh, which that's a, an episode you can listen to. You can just uh, look uh, back in our archive and uh, <laughs> we had a chat with Peter Coppers from the church and uh, not the, the, the one with Jeebus, but the one uh, with that's under the Milky Way tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Jesus one is above the Milky Way. The Jeebus one, yeah. The Jeebus I... one is above that. Um, <laughs> so he's, he's a church, one below the other church. Um, but yeah, he was. T- I remember him talking, he had a Sony rack unit uh, which had yep. a reverb, which was kind of like a shimmer reverb. And he said for ages there was no other rack unit that would do what it did. That was sort of his sound of the 80s and 90s. Mm. That partic- And it was like a really early shimmer reverb, I guess. Yeah. Because um, uh, he's all about atmospheric and, and creating. Uh, he's almost like the keyboard player on guitar. Mm. Yeah, it's cool. Huh? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking at. A few, I want yeah. definitely want to get a few more rack units. I, I think they're I think they're pretty cool, and I really want to get an old Akai sampler rack sampler. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I really want to get. Why? That. What for? Uh, I've watched. There's a couple of videos I watch. Uh, there's a guy, mm. a YouTube guy called Espen Craft, and I know that right. doesn't sound. That sounds like a very made up name, but I think he's Danish. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, Denmark's made up too. Denmark is so made up, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, Australia's okay. made We all know Australia's not real because <laughs> the earth is flat and it doesn't exist. And, yeah. But anyway. It's, 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 a, it's a NASA conspiracy, man. <laughs> it is. It is. That's, they, man. they filmed the moon landing there. That's why no one can be there at the moment. In Australia? Yeah. That's why we're <laughs> not South actually Australia. there. We don't actually exist. Um, In <laughs> South Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> no, there's this guy, Espen Craft. He has a YouTube channel and he does a lot of 80s stuff. And mm. he actually does some really cool songs. He he uh, he makes songs using old 80s keyboards and sequences and drum machines. And he has a right. voice. He reminds me a lot of the, the um, uh, Pet Shop Boys. Okay. You know, sure. the voice. You know, like, it's, it's sort of that yeah, sort of yeah. vibe. Uh, And there's him and there's a couple of other guys and they have um, use old Akai samplers. And he did a video recently where he he sampled, he got one of the Behringer, uh, what is it called? The Model D, the one that's the little desktop unit that's modeled after the the Moog Model D. Yep. Yeah, sure. Um, And he said, uh, you know, it sounds really good. It's a really good recreation and it sounds great when you play it. But he goes, well, you know, but if you sample it, and he sampled it, and mm. because a lot of these samplers from the 90s, I guess, the old Ekai S5000s and whatever they are, <laughs> uh, rack mount. It's, it's, it's always 5,000 or 2,000. Yeah, it's like something like that. Number. <laughs> they're like, they're big, I think they're three-unit yep. rack samplers. They're quite big. They're sort of grey. Yeah, yeah. um, and he, yep. he, he said because a lot of them are, are lower... Um, a bit rate, a sampling rate, so, yeah. So, so it's yeah, it, it, sure. So you sample stuff in it, and it kind of makes it crunchier um, mm. because it's at lower frequency. But you can turn monophonic synths into polyphonic synths because it samples. You sample a note, and then you spread it over ah. the whole keyboard. And he, so he was playing, um, yeah, right. Polyphonic chords because you have like sixty-four voice polyphony or something like that on some of them. Yeah. Um, right. You can play full polyphonic chords. Um, so he said, "Not, and I mean, and it sounds like it too. It doesn't. Not not only does it sound better or like cool because it has that kind of crunchiness to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it it turns into polyphonic <laughs> stuff. So um, and that's I, quite clever. I, I think I would really quite like to get some of these samplers. Um, yeah, that's that's a cool idea. And and yeah. I mean, you can use contact and stuff as a sample player. And I mean, Logic mm. has actually not a bad." Um, sample player, e- EXS, is it? EX, yeah, but um, so or something I've like that. Th- but it's it, just it's yeah. too pristine. Sure, yeah. And I think having knobs that you can actually, I, I always personally prefer tactile things. Mm. Um, you prefer big knobs, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I prefer hey. playing with big knobs. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. Boom. Hey, um, I, I think we might have talked about this, but I've had this idea of. If you come up with a really cool, like especially pad type guitar sound, is to sample that and yeah. spread that across um, a MIDI MIDI keyboard. Yeah, um, I thought that might be really neat. And the other thing I'd like to do, maybe when we do some more drum blow videos, yes, is create a sample library for, for ourselves for a start. Yeah, of um, just single hits of snare drums and bass drums and stuff to use in our music with. Going through the pedals. Yeah, absolutely. So create our own sample libraries. Yeah. And um, I think Brad would be into that too, wouldn't he? he yeah, because he's he's into um, he's got yeah, he's got some cool synths and yeah, um, he's got one of those Nord drum pads. You know, oh like yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, I think he'd, he'd like that too. Yeah. And just for yeah, for our own use for a start. Yeah. And our own personal use. I'll be jiggy. I'll be jiggy with that. But yeah. Um, could play guitar, like pitch shift over a keyboard, like a guitar sound, especially paddy type ambient stuff with reverbs and delays. And maybe even um, mood pedals. 
Ooh, put you in the mood, did you put say? Put you in the mood, yeah. That was that was a segue, wasn't it? Uh, could have been. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it was back there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, that, that's a project we should work on. Yeah. And maybe yeah. do it as like a, a series on, on the channel. Yeah, like a sampling stuff. Actually, yeah. if you've got ideas for effects pedals to um, either use as samples or com combinations of pedals or combinations of style effects... Uh, let us know, because that could be fun. Yeah. Well, I'm actually thinking, yeah. um, the, what is it called? The Absinthe. That's one of, I've mm. been actually wanting to do for a while, the Absinthe by FT Electronica, which is a yeah. guitar synth pedal. But you can make it kind of self-oscillate and stuff to sample yeah, cool. that, and then you can actually use it, play keyboards with it. It's fun, hey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's yeah. um, that's that's definitely yeah. But yeah, if if anyone out there has any ideas or wants us to do something in particular, we'll we'll do it and and um, yeah, and maybe and f we should film it and mm. yeah, and make something yeah, out of it. Do a series. That sounds like a plan. So uh, getting yeah. in a mood, you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I think you said that though. <laughs> so uh, to go back to the segue that I was trying to plant in there. Uh, so uh, <laughs> you, can't, you can't go back to a segue. <laughs> no, I know, but well, we've been past it, so I had to go back into it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, doom. You say, ah, oh, do you know what that's backwards? That's mood. <laughs> what a surprise! <laughs> wow. Um, hey, no, we got so the Chase what, Bliss Audio mood. Yeah, that's one of the new things that happened. So uh, big thank you to yeah. Joel Corti at Chase Bliss. Uh, Bliss. Bliss. Uh, uh, that was a bit of a lisp happening there. Uh, for sending one of those out to us. Um, um, super cool pedals. So, Alex, your thoughts on the mood? Yeah, that might be one of those ones to sample. It's, oh, absolutely. Um, if, if anything, that. Yeah, totally, yeah. And it's, it's – I think it verges not, – not many pedals do this, but it verges on an instrument. It almost and, is, and, yeah. And I hopefully, hopefully that comes across as praise. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, what I mean? it's um, yeah, especially with the the right side, the sample hole glitchy side, the drawl side, yeah, which is super cool. But when that starts to interact with the delay echo reverb effects, yeah, yeah, then you're starting to actually become, yeah, it's almost an instrument. Yeah, so we're gonna have a whole series of videos uh, coming out with the mood, yeah. starting. Most likely, so this is coming out on Saturday. So Monday, I'm going to say, the first mood video will come out. Um, yep. So Monday, whatever the Monday after this podcast is, what's the date? Hang on, let me have a look. <laughs> uh, Monday, the 15th of July, uh, the mood, um, the first mood video will come out. And the way we did it is we actually separated into the left half for one video, right half for one video. And then we've already done a video with a friend Dion on saxophone using the blow, actually, as well, the, the Zorg blow. Yeah, and if you haven't seen Dion play, he's a really great, tasty sax player. And yeah, fantastic. And we did some other um, uh, pedals through the sax mic Yeah. with the blow. So if you haven't seen that video, go back and watch. We did a bunch of like, filter stuff and echoes and distortions. Actually, both the ones we did, the one we did with... With Brad on drums and the one with Dion yeah. on saxophone, they were great. I thought the stuff it it, I think we mentioned it in the intro to it in, in one of the drum videos that both of us went into it 
thinking, oh, this could be cool. But yeah. I don't think any of us thought how good it actually ended up sounding in the, in the end. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, both drums and the saxophone. I think it, it went way past our expectations. And funnily mm. enough, both the drummer Brad and the sax player Dion, both of them were like, oh, we've got to use effects now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pe- pedal converts. Pedal converts. I mean, Brad sort of was anyway, which is why he was such yeah. a good fit to totally, do this. Yeah. Like, uh, Aaron's probably the best, not so good player. No, Aaron would be definitely not so good in that sort of respect. But, um, <laughs> oh, it could be cool, but yeah, it's not his natural techie, geeky world. Yeah, yeah. So Brad, whenever actually, he comes back from one actually, of his many tours, then we'll do another video should, with him. Having said that, we should try someone who's not techie and get Aaron in to totally put them out. <laughs> someone totally who's not techie, out. get Aaron in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like this is a friend of us, Aaron Salmon, a, a drummer that yeah. we work with. Both of us work with, and he's more. His projects mostly are like folk, folk rock stuff. Yeah, plays an Irish band, and um, so it could be cool putting him outside his comfort zone and see what happens. Yeah, very, very outside of his comfort zone. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not uh, diddly diddly potato music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about Guinness and sheep and potatoes, which is what all Irish music is about. Uh, yeah. And a fiddle solo. Obviously. Hey. Exactly. Yeah, we could try that too, just to just to see um, yeah. just to see how that goes. and um, Just as a social experiment, if not an audio one. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, mm. the mood to me, it, it um, I really, 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 really like it. Yeah. And I can see myself using it a lot, actually, um, in, in recording uh, situation. But even in some way, in certain live situations too, I mean, a lot of the stuff I do live is playing background music in restaurants where it may not necessarily fit. And might trip out the people having dinner. in rest, At restaurants and stuff, yeah. But yeah. Um, Playing John Mayer songs just gets all warpy and trippy and yeah. oscillation. <laughs> I, don't, I don't only play John Mayer songs, but <laughs> I do play maybe two John Mayer songs. But um, no, but I could definitely see myself <laughs> well, use it. Um, well, now, now Bodies of Wonderland is going to go for the 17 minutes. 70 minutes. With the, eight, eight, eight tone, eight tone drone in the middle. And I've got to sample my voice and it's like, Wonderland, Wonderland. And it'll have a, a doof, doof, doof beat to it. <laughs> Do that. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, I really dig it. I think it was it's excellent. And I think, um, and I mentioned that in a video too, which is uh, upcoming, you know, which you can see on the, well, the first one on the 15th of July. Um, it's, um, it's, uh, each side is basically a, to me, almost could be a full pedal in its own right. And you could charge Chase Bliss prices for it and each side would still be a good pedal. Oh, what's that blue one we did on drums with Brad, the glitchy sample hole? The the Montreal Assembly assembly Counter 5. It's similar to that. Kind of like same idea, executed differently. Executed better, I think. Which one? The, The mood. Oh sure, okay, right. Uh, but again, like similar price to that pedal. Yeah, not, and it's not, only one half. So the Counter Five doesn't yeah. have the reverb delay. Yeah. What is and it called? Uh, 
uh, slip or slip is slip it? yeah which I still don't quite understand exactly what it does but um, it's probably best not to <laughs> no um, um, but it's it's but yeah and it doesn't have the interaction that's the main thing with these this kind of stuff is like you can stick two pedals in like together with a patch cable but they're not in the same box actually interacting exactly yeah well you can make them interact and you can make them not interact but yeah uh, you can have it whichever way you oh, want it to go. The, the cool part is yeah, when interact, yeah. Plain, yeah. Because um, I mean, when we did the, the saxophone video, I was sort of playing the pedal, mm. um, and it was kind of fun because uh, it was interesting because um, Dion just started playing, and I started like sampling bits and playing him back, and then doing weird stuff on delay and reverbs and stuff. So he reacted to what I was doing, and I reacted yeah. to what he was doing, and. It took yeah, cool. a little while, but we got to a place where it was actually kind of cool, you know, and he sort of knew, okay, maybe I shouldn't do really quick lines, maybe I should just do more, hold line, hold notes a bit more and stuff. And it was really, it, it ended up sounding really, really cool. Yeah. And it ended up sounding like um, he was almost play, being his own accompaniment because he, we sampled him and then... With the mood, one of the things you can do is you can sample a phrase, but then slow it right down. I like think it's called stretch, slow. like super duper yeah. duper slow. So I mean, you record a I don't know two second or three second long phrase, or two, probably more like two second long phrase, but then you stretch it out to be I don't know twenty seconds long. Uh, so everything is really slow and glitchy, but then you run that through the reverb and a delay, and then it was almost like a pad kind of thing in the background mm. and he was playing over himself and um uh, i think it took him a while to get used to that and it took me a while to get used to what he was doing but it ended up sounding really really cool so i, I think it's a it's a great it's a really super unique pedal i think that probably illustrates my point about being an instrument if, yeah if you didn't know what i meant before um to be able to and it's not just like a looper, like a ditto looper, and not actually no. jamming over yourself kind of thing. No. It actually becomes part of the music. Yeah. Yeah. That you're creating. So, yeah, yeah it's um, be really fun to get in, into CV world. Yeah, we can do that. Euro. And I mean, um, that's something we could even with Brad as well, because he's got some Euro stuff. He does, yeah. We could go and uh, go to his studio one time. So does uh, Quizmical. Ah, Rowan. Mm. Yes, yes. Quizmic. Yeah. Just, hello. <laughs> Interesting name, Quizmical. But anyway. Um, oh, that's great. Um, yeah, so. um, yeah, we could we could, we could, could try some of that mm. stuff out because it, it could be quite interesting once you get into that sort of stuff. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I was going to say no something, idea. but I forgot now. Um, Segways? No, not a segue about the mood. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It'll come back to me maybe. Uh, but okay. yeah, it's it's a really interesting thing. Uh, oh, so yeah, that's what, now I know what. So compared to something like the Counter Five, which I haven't had a huge amount of time with the Counter Five, we used the Counter Five. It was Brad's one of Brad's pedals. He, Brad's yeah. the drummer who did the drum videos with the blow. So if you go to our YouTube channel and you check, uh, there's a playlist I think on the the. Uh, it's called Blow Explanation Mark <laughs> by a company called Zorg in France. Um, hey, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. You know, um, Jack at the coffee shop in town. Yeah, where we get coffee and biscuits. Yeah, do your special biscuits. My special, yeah. Well, they're the, not, um, not not in that way special. It's just a, 
a oh, gluten, no. <laughs> gluten-free vegan um, cookie that is actually really, really good. And I'm not gluten-free and I'm not vegan. And I bought it but, because it really, really looks good and I really, really like it. That's a different but thing. They, but they're good anyway. They're really good anyway, yeah. Oh, uh, he brought he brought up the other day. He's like, "What are you doing? You selling blow outside my shop again?" Ah, oh, because we're talking about the blow. We're, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we we had coffee when we dropped it off to a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think he said to say hi about about the uh, blow thing. The blow thing, yeah. So it's yeah. it's a pedal called blow. Uh, yes. <laughs> exclamation mark. <laughs> um, yeah. So check it out because yeah, we did a video. I think it was the second video, the part two. Um, Oh, the count of five? With, with the count of five, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I think one of the main differences is that the, um, I think the mood is just so easy to use and it is so easy to get things right because of that. Um, and again, that's another thing I mentioned in the video, or we mentioned in the video. Uh, it has this knob in the middle called clock <clears throat> and clock is sort of like a sample rate uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so as you turn it clockwise, you get higher sample rate but shorter recording time. As you turn it counterclockwise, you get lower sample rate and longer recording time. But then it's in steps, so it's not a continuous thing. It's in steps. So if you move the the, the knob, uh, if you move it to a higher sample rate, the pitch will go up because everything will go faster. But it goes up in a fifth and then an octave, mm. and then a fifth, and then an octave. And same with downs. You go down a fifth, down an octave, down a fifth, down an octave. And like that, you can't really get that thing that you could get with the count of five. Yeah. Where it kind of goes almost a bit out of tune. And, you know, you have to kind of fiddle to fi – if you wanted something, if you want to set it up as a loop, you'd have to either loop something and then find the note on the guitar or kind of – fine-tune it to be in tune whereas with this you are always in tune because even if you go up a fifth you know even if you're recorded in a yeah and you go up a fifth to e it's still even if you're playing in a you're still kind of in tune so yeah still intervals that are that work good, well together so good in western music yes say yes, that <laughs> yes, yes um so um no i think it's great yeah that's cool it's, if you go to India, you may have to put um, quarter True, tones yeah. in it. But, um, yeah, if you're some sort of pan-Tibetan um, marijuana songs, <laughs> then... <laughs> there's, there's a huge market for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not, no, to be honest, there isn't. <laughs> in Nepal, there is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Outside universities in Nepal. Hey, ho, hey. Yeah, I think it's killer. I think it's really, really good. That was, that was a quite clever addition to the... Oh, yeah. very clever, very clever. And, um, set. and big kudos also to Droller Effects and All Blood Noise Endeavors. And I think we should redo some of the old, some of the old All Blood Noise Endeavors videos we did because we did. Uh, yeah, sure. They were very, very early on, uh, like literally our first and second batch of videos we've ever done, which were not very good. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're still not very good, but they were uh, even worse. To the show. Yeah. Um, and uh, we did the Black Fountain, we did the Reflector, we did a whole bunch of um, All Black yeah. Noise pedals, and I think they're really good. We should... Yeah, let's, let's revisit them. Should definitely revisit them. Uh, okay, what else is new? Uh, oh, I've got... You haven't even seen this yet, and I haven't even actually seen it yet. I've got a big <laughs> box here. 
You do have a big box. Yeah, it's a very big box. Sounds like that. It's, it's got something broken inside by the yeah, <laughs> By now it is. Uh, <laughs> now, um, a big thank you to Ian, even though I think it's a Welsh Ian, which is Ian, but I think it's uh, pronounced Ian, or correct Welsh people correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's I-A-I-N. Okay. But I think it's... Uh, I, I think someone taught me once that that's the Welsh version of Ian, but you kind of just pronounce it like Ian. So if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, Ian, but Ian, Ian, um, from Dynamic Music and Zoom Australia sent us a bunch of goodies, and I'm going to do an unboxing video. I'm not 100% sure exactly what's in it. I know it's one. Of, it's some of the, what are they called, the GX on or G1 mm-hmm. on, the new Zoom... Yep. Uh, quite cheap little, and there's one, the one with, I think there's one with an expression pedal and one without an expression pedal and maybe a few other things. But there's a bunch of Zoom things that arrived. Um, and we're going to get into that, which is going to be quite interesting. And, I mean, speaking of Zoom, uh, not Alex's voice because Alex is at his place and he's going through fancy-schmancy Apollo stuff. Uh, yeah. But... Um, <laughs> My voice at my end is being recorded through a Zoom H6, and most podcasts, when especially when we sit together in the same room, we're recording it with a Zoom H6. And if you ever watch any of my videos at my place, there's a whole bunch of old Zoom 500 series, um, and not 500 series as in 500 series, but like the Zoom 505, 506, 507, 508, 509, and 510, all the way down to 53. Uh, all kind of sitting behind me, uh, and I've, mm. I've always had a bit of a a thing for Zoom. I've always had a yeah a liking for Zoom, and now yeah, Zoom is sending us stuff, which is awesome. It's fun, yeah. Keen to see what the see what's in the box. And we still get it's still one of our. I think it's our third most v- ever viewed video, and mm-hmm. we still I I think every week we get at least one comment or two comments oh, on our Zoom video. Morning. Yeah, yeah we got one this morning. morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that about the Greco Greco Strat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. that's an, an and that's again on the uh, the five or five video where we just went through all the uh, whatever was on there. So it was either my old presets, some of them, or some of them were probably old presets that factory presets, and I'm not quite sure. But um, and we're gonna do uh, eventually. I don't know if we're gonna do them. I don't know if you want to do them together or if you want me to just do them by myself. But we'll go. I'm, I want to go through all the 500 series ones uh, and do a, oh, like yeah, cool. quick videos of them. So, um, yeah, yeah, because I I like that stuff. I'm a I'm a fan <laughs> of the you do of the 500 series. Yeah, I, I like Zoom. Trial. What can I say? So, and yeah, big thank you once again to Zoom Australia, uh, Dynamic Music. They're called the supplier here, uh, and Ian with an I in the mm. middle of it. Uh, <laughs> Ian. <laughs> um, uh, Hi, I'm Ian with an eye in the middle of it. <laughs> it <doesn't, laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what else was there? There was something else I was going to say. Uh, so we've got uh, the mood. We've got the zoom. What else? What else did we get? Um, 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 oh, the rev. We haven't really talked about it yet because we've done the video, oh, and probably, actually today the second video came out. Probably yeah. I haven't probably chatted about it on the podcast. On the podcast, yeah. no, because it's been a month. So uh, we. May have just briefly talked about it. It may have first arrived or something, or was just about to arrive when we did the last podcast. Mm. But um, so we did we did a couple of videos now with it. Um, what were your thoughts, Alex? 
Yeah, quite like it. I probably don't love it, but I really like it. Yeah. And probably probably can't explain why. Um, I think I think the whole idea with it is it's a really basic, simple amp. Yeah. That's super lightweight, super small. Uh, but the whole thing about it is, in my opinion, I, I, I don't think it's necessarily even meant to be plugged into speakers. I think the main thing is you have a torpedo, two notes torpedo in it. Yeah. Uh, so it is for people that do silent recording at home. It is for people that have silent stages um, or um, not necessarily even silent stages. I mean, you can plug a speaker in it, speaker box in it um, on stage. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. But I think it's meant to be a, a, a small amp that's a very quite neutral but yet nice and interesting clean sound. Uh, yeah, that, that takes that fits pedals a bill, quite well. Hey? That fits the bill. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's nice, but it's kind of not, oh, my God, but that being a pedal platform, you probably don't want it to go too far one way or the other. No. You don't want too scooped Fendry or too mid-forward or... Even though we yeah. already got one comment saying, oh, it's all muddy. I don't know. We get a lot of comments saying things are muddy, and I don't hear it myself. I don't think so, yeah. Uh, but some people just go, oh, it's muddy, man. It's just. It sounds like there's a blanket over the amp. Yeah. And it's like, no, it doesn't. Put a blanket over <laughs> the amp and hear what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> people always, some people always win. Maybe we could do an IR with a blanket over it. Maybe. Um <laughs> And I mean, it's the and, and we used some reverb while we were doing the demo. Oh no, I can't hear what it sounds like, man. Because the reverb <laughs> oh, no, was the on. delay. Or the delay. Oh, there's a delay on, man. I can't hear what it sounds like because the delay's on. But you hear it more often, so you should. Yeah, it's actually bang for your buck. Bang for your buck. Yeah, you get multiple yep. you, multiple hearings. Um, <laughs> I I really like it. I think again for what it is meant to do, it is excellent. Yeah. Uh, and I think the fact that you have um, so for me again personally here at my place right uh, I do have a studio that's kind of removed from the main house uh, I do have little kids um, I have kids that are quite noisy sometimes running around the playground for the kids is just outside the um, the studio door basically um, I mean, I could possibly make some noise in here with amps and, and have speakers and mic stuff up, but pretty much everything I do guitar recording-wise in this room is um, going through a torpedo, do not torpedo in one way or another. Yeah. Um, and I think having a built-in load box, built-in two notes torpedo, with um, six presets you can store on it, but then via MIDI up to 128, um, I think it's such a great thing. And with me, for example, um, a lot of my band gigs um, that I used to do and still sort of do have silent stages. You're not allowed to use amps on stage uh, yep. or amps as speakers. So what I used to do is originally I had a um, the Hughes & Kettner TubeMeister 20 and I used to – you can turn – you can basically, it has an internal load and then it has an XLR out with their red box, I think it's called. Um, yeah, that's been around for a long time. That's so. yeah, frequency compensated. Um, yeah. um, out, and I never quite liked that. I yeah, thought it sounds sure. good, but I never quite liked it. So, what I ended up doing was later, then I used to bring a, I got a um, two notes cab 
the old cab, not the new cab. And he used to go out of the the line out on the back of the um, Hughes and Kettner, go into the cab and use their speaker emulation. But when you do that, I don't think you necessarily use the, the amp to its full potential. So what I then ended up doing was I got a two notes torpedo live and I actually ran the speaker output of the um, amp into the two notes torpedo live, which was a light box. And then went from that into the PA and I really liked the sound. Um, but I mean, you, ha you bring in an amp and you have to bring a rack case for the, for the, um, just for the two notes thing. So for me having that now, um, all in one, I think it's a great mm. solution. And I think I've come to conclusion now. And I mean, I give these things always as much of a benefit of a doubt as I can. And I'm, I'm all for technology. But after using the um, Helix Stomp for a while, HX Stomp for a while, and after using the Head Rush Gigboard for a while, which I think sound great, and I think in recording situations are actually really, really good. But in a live situation, I do have to say I prefer having an amp. And I think having an amp running into one of the two notes cabinet emulations to me is as close to having an amp with a speaker as you can get. I mean it's I, I do think it's closer than than the emulations like the Helix and the Gigboard I've played. Sure, yeah. Um and a feel is it feels more like an amp too, and I think especially considering most of my gigs I use in ears and it's silent stages, um, that's the closest I can get to what makes me feel right as I'm playing. And I think having a tiny little amp like that that weighs absolutely nothing and it literally weighs nothing, um, and it's tiny, takes up no room. And it has an, a DI, XLR DI out in the back. I think that's for me is the, the perfect solution. Sure. Cool. And if you're playing, mm. I don't know, festivals where there's backline provided or something like that, you can take it and stick it into a cabinet if you really want, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, for sure. It's, it's not that big of a deal. Or even if there's a Fender combo, you can just use the speakers in a combo or something that's like that. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's, 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 for me, I think it's it's a really good solution. Um, mm. Okay, cool. To what I need, and in the studio, like I said, I mean, I have a lots of other stuff in the studio that I can use, but I quite like it as an amp. I mean, you always go through mm -hmm. phases, you know. I I, I still yeah. love the bass breaker. I still love the Origin. Uh, I really actually um, went through a bit of a phase. I really, really like my the Ibanez Tube Screamer amp. Um, but that it's just a different flavor again, and I really like it. So anyway, that's me. That's, but I thought, yeah, cool. and, and you'd have to agree too, that we did a, a, a um, so again with that, we did two videos. One that came mm. out today was the second one, which was only using the IRs, or not IRs, the cabinet emulation, and IRs. And we did this thing where we tried to make it sound as close to your speaker cabinet as we could. And I thought we got pretty close. Yeah, I, th I think that from <laughs> after playing that amp, I thought, I need to get some torpedo. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't go. I need to get this amp. Like, I think it's cool. It has its kind of the breakup, and it's really cool. But it's definitely its own thing. Like we mentioned in the video. Yeah. And, um, but I thought, yeah, it's really cool and unique, but uh, it's not really for me. So. Yeah. Um, 
But having said that, yeah, the the IR is pretty impressive now here. Because I mean, so, the thing is, it it doesn't feel any different to, and I mean, especially in a studio situation, right? I mean, live mm. is a different thing because you don't have the physical speaker there that that hits you from you know from the yeah. back, you know, like you have a speaker. Even though if you have a fallback in front of you, you still get the, you know, it still comes through the fallback, but it's a different sort of thing. And yes. especially things like feedback and stuff is a little bit more difficult with that kind of stuff. Um, but um, from a, especially at your, in your studio where mm. we always sit in the control room, the speaker's in a different room and yep. you always listen back to it through the speakers, through the studio monitors. Mm. Um, there isn't really in, in, if you would close your eyes and not know which one you're playing, I mean, they may sound yeah. ever so slightly different, but there's but, no but, real difference in the feel or in yeah. the character of it, whether you have but, an actual speaker or not. The difference we've, we concluded was just difference, not better or worseness. No. Or worse city. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think because um, I've got this another. Sauce? Sorry? Worcestershire sauce? No, that's a different thing. Uh, okay. Don't worry, no, no, no. <laughs> Um, you've got another head, another couple of heads in the studio that I really should utilize more because I've only got one speaker line through the wall. Yeah. To the cab that's mic'd up. So I really should, um, yeah, uh, it's down the list, but it's on on the list to get a um, maybe a live, to be alive. Ah. Um, and then. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe, maybe I should get a, a, a studio and you could uh, buy oh. a, a live that may not be. Uh, a, <laughs> sure. That necessary. Yeah, sure. Something like that that um that I could either run to or just have especially in recording to be able to swap out something to layer tracks, like whether it's a guitar, an amp, a pedal, a cabinet, whatever it is. Then you get sonic differences so that when when you um when you listen back the guitar tracks separate themselves. Yeah. And it's the same thing. No, Sorry? go, go, go. Well, it's the same thing with um uh, I've come across it with like like folk bands and country bands when they get on stage and there's four acoustic guitars strumming G chords. Yeah. You're like, what the hell am I going to do with that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> G chords rumbling away. A G chord overload. Yeah. No, and so, and if you do that, you can you can use some of your lovely stereo effects in stereo because you can have ah, you can run into true. the two amps at the same time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. Good point. Yeah, and even nice. even more than stereo, really, because you can have <laughs> more than stereo. <laughs> three point one. Yes, three point one. <laughs> no, but I mean, you can have two two cabinets with. Okay, you can, I mean, you can have two IRs on at the same time. Can you do that with the live, or is it only studio? It's exactly the same. Uh, well, the studio you can have two completely separate of the. Um, uh, like, like you can have uh, a, like their own thing. You can have two completely separate ones. You can have two different uh, of their cabinets with different microphones. Yeah. Uh, on the live, the one that I have, you have one cabinet with two different mics. Or if you're using IRs, you can have two different IRs. Ah, I see. Yes. So they split it either two mics or two IRs. Two mics or two IRs, yeah. Because I, gotcha. guess, ah. I guess the two mics are like two IRs. Sure, yeah. That that makes sense, yeah. yeah. It uses up the DSP that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Because, um, so, I, I mean, in the Rev video, we had at one stage when we used uh, the um, 
we had one Lancaster Audio IR and we had some of the uh, uh, official Celestian IRs. And mm. at one stage we had a 1x12 Greenback Celestian and a 4x12 Buddha cabinet going at once. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I could put my Jesus amp through it. That'd be cool. Jesus, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He will return. Really? Between between nine to five. Please be <laughs> home where <laughs> Yeah. Sure. Uh, okay, so we've done mood, we've done zoom, and we've done rev. Uh, mm. ooh, it's the the, the four-letter special. <laughs> Guess what's coming next? <laughs> uh, did we get anything else with four letters? Um, Hope not. Uh, <laughs> it's the... Um, ah, funny. No, nothing, nothing else. Oh, um, the Zvex, <laughs> four letters as well, hey, Zvex. <laughs> there you go. Super Seek Trim. We did a video of that. I haven't edited it yet, but um, what were your thoughts was... on the Super Seek Trim? That's fun. That's a cool that pedal, is isn't it? It's cool. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure like ZVEX is kind of Polish for fun or something. Because it's is it? It's pretty cool, hey. Yeah, uh, why not? Uh, uh, okay, sure. <laughs> it doesn't stand stand for the guy's name at all. No, no. Um, and, um, he, yeah. <laughs> he, they just make the coolest stuff. It's I, I still yeah. think it's my favorite pedal brand. We need to get our hands on the candelabra. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> so if anyone out there would like to fund us getting a candelabra, uh, how much were they? Like a few thousand. Uh, probably, probably didn't have a price on it, did it? No, no, they were a few yeah. thousand dollars. I think Henning, Henning did a re, uh, review of it because he knew someone who bought one, and oh, it really? was ridiculously expensive. Yeah, because I think you it's all ask. it's all um, it's like machine brass or something. Yeah, yeah, it's all. all Specifically machined for that particular thing, yeah, and yeah. if they make if they make one, I think they only make one to order, and they have to go to the dude, and the dude has to specifically make, make those cogs and yeah. yeah. So if anyone works in machine shop, um, metal lathes and um, well, we should get clones kind of going, candelabra clones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rip them off. We'll sell them to Beringer. <laughs> Byoc candelabras. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Nice. All you get is big blocks of aluminium. <laughs> yeah. You got to build, buy your own lathes and machine yeah. tools. Get yeah, Aaron involved. Speaking of Aaron, he's into that sort of stuff. Yes. Well, metal work he and is. stuff, yeah. He makes make some horseshoes maybe, but I don't know about that. Yeah, okay. And knives yeah. and stuff. Nice. They make knives, don't they? Swords. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, Pro- probably not, as, not the same, I don't think. No? Close. No. So yeah, the the, the, <laughs> no. the super sick trim. So basically, if you uh, you'll see the video, the video will be out, I guess next week sometime. Um, basically, it's a sixteen step tremolo, or it's a sixteen step sequencer, I guess. And each step has a volume control, and you can turn the volume up and down, and then it makes it like a tremolo. Um, but then you can set how many steps it has. So it can have anywhere between, I guess, one, which is kind of useless, so <laughs> two to 16, I guess. <laughs> one. <laughs> Sorry, I just, yeah. That's, that's and, funny. And, <clears throat> and then you can also set the the uh, glissando. So you can set whether, which is, I guess, the wave shape. So you can set it whether mm. it is a... Uh, very harsh, almost square wave from one to the next, or if it kind of sine wave kind of gradually goes from one step to the next. Um, 
And you can do that for the whole sequence or you can do that for each step separately. So you can have a few hard steps, square steps, and then a few soft mm. steps. Um, so it's really cool. And I mean, the fact you have, I think you can store eight presets. Uh, you have MIDI in as well, so you can you can um, clock it. So you can clock it to your um, if you use backing tracks, or if you use a click track in your band, or if you're recording, you can you can clock it to the um, whatever your DAW, whatever um, yeah um, time you've got your DAW set to. Um, I think it's really cool. It's like all this stuff is really really cool. Mm. Yeah, I'm, a, cool. I'm a massive Civex fan. That's what I'm getting. I'm getting that MIDI breakout box for clocking external effects units. Oh, that Motu one? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of. Speaking of. Well, yeah. there you go. It's supposed to be in the post at the moment. Mm. So then, yeah, I can sync my tempo, sync my um, line six racks to the computer. The, yeah, the clock in, a, in Logic. Mm. Mm. Excellent. And well, the slicer, t- slicer too. That's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah, Multiple and then you could. Slicer. I mean, you could technically with that because you have multiple outs, MIDI outs. Mm. You can hook each um, each um, rack and each effect up on a separate MIDI channel. Yeah. So okay, you can you send sh- show me how different MIDI show messages to each of them. Oh, so one can do eights and quarters. Yeah, and I'm not sure how eight. that works, but yeah, <laughs> you te- in, te- in theory you could. Yeah. You might have to learn me how to do that. I, I, I might have to learn myself how to do that first. But because <laughs> okay. here sure. at my place, I, uh, all the rack stuff is just piggybacked because all the line six stuff um, mm. has a MIDI out that you can assign to be a MIDI through. So yeah. um, all my line six racks and all the other racks have got that um, I've got synced to Logic. They're just all piggybacked. Do you have your um, synths and stuff via MIDI? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got the well, the the drum brute that's hooked up. Yeah. So that's MIDI synced. The so, so uh, you... the the mother thirty two and the DFAM. So the, the mother ah. thirty two has got a MIDI in. So that's that's uh, hooked up to the clock, and then the DFAM, uh, it's got a um, um, the the mother thirty two has an, an an assign output uh, okay. where you can assign different things to the output. It's like a like a uh, one of the little. Um, patch kind of outputs mm. uh, and you can assign the, clock, the tempo out so you can sync the Mother32 and the DFAM together via yeah, CV, cool. yeah, okay. so not via MIDI. Um, so yep. they're all, and then the um, Mini Brute is hooked up as well because that's got a sequencer on it. Ah. Uh, and so you so could you use could, a sequencer to drive the Mother32? No, well, it's all driven by Logic. Oh, okay, so it's coming out, okay. It's all then, coming out of Logic sh- and then, it, it yeah, it gets distributed between everything. Gotcha. Yeah, right. And then yeah. also the I've got uh, like a bigger Yamaha keyboard here, and that has internal. So that's actually got like drum loops and sequences and stuff in it, but that's mm. also hooked up via it. So that automatically syncs to to Logic. So as soon as you press cool. play or record on Logic, it automatically syncs to the time. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So nice. yeah, here everything is. But um, the only thing is I'm slowly running out of. MIDI ports because not everything has MIDI through. So wherever yeah. there's a MIDI through, I usually run um, MIDI out of that into another thing. The only thing is then you have to have the thing that you run into and MIDI throughout, you have to have it on 
it has to be on to ah, sure. run okay. through. Yep. But um, yeah, I had, I had everything, uh, even at the, um, when I used the, um, that's actually via USB, but um, you could do it via MIDI too. The mod duo is also hooked up here. Mm. So everything is kind of hooked up to, to MIDI here. So it, it's all that's clocked. Cool. So I remember one of, um, what's his name? Tim Pierce's videos when he talks, it's Tim and Pete's show. And yep. they talk to, is it Michael? McIntyre? Not Landau. <laughs> not the other Michael. Uh, the Michael Session guy. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Michael Jordan? Not, Mac, not McDonald. Not Michael McDonald. Michael You don't Jackson? know who I'm talking about? Yes. No. Uh, anyway, so they talk to this Session guy and they both, they both had this like inside thing of like, are you hip to the boss slicer? And they're like, yeah, yeah. I think someone else told them about it. But their thing was when you've done doing all your guitar tracks on a, for a session, someone sends you a rhythm track, guide vocals, whatever it is for you playing on a single or an album, play all your, all your standard guitar parts, and they're like, yep, when you're done with that, put, plug the slicer in, clock it to MIDI to your session, and that's how you can charge double because you get this cool ambient stuff that goes over the top. Ah. Does like cool rhythmic things, comes into the second verse for the bridge or whatever it is. Ah. And that's like this whole icing on the top thing. That's like, that's where you kind of like make everyone go, wow, what's that? That's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Ah. It's, it's this boss slicer. And actually, see, with a lot of the mm. Tim Pierce videos now, he's got a, one of the, the hologram dream sequences, which is a similar yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. We need to. Um, Oh, man, invest. so many people have been have been selling them <laughs> on on Facebook Marketplace, and I message yeah. them going, "Any trades at all?" And no, nah. oops, just hit the mic. Pricks. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be a um, interesting. I really, yeah, I really want to get myself. I really want to get myself one of them because I, I think that looks really, really cool. Because yeah. yeah, the slicer is excellent. I mean, I ended up buying one after using yours because um, yeah, cool. I think it's really cool. And something like that that does. Oh, excuse me. From a like a session guitar player point of view, that kind of goes, oh wow! Like we didn't ask for that, but it's amazing and unique and uh, sets sets you apart from an, from another session guy. And it doesn't sound like anything. It doesn't sound like a guitar. Yeah. It doesn't. Sound, it's kind of this weird percussive sound that you can't quite put your mm. finger on what it is. If you haven't tried one, they're basically a pattern tremolo, and it can go. Um, there's a whole bunch of stereo options, whether it's like random or oh, ping pong or... Great stereo stuff. Actually, yeah. go and check out our video and put headphones on while you're listening to it because you'll yeah. freak out. And also, you can change the wave shape and how like how long the high part is of the wave shape and the low part, like the troughs and peaks. And you can so change you the get... attack and the decay, yeah. so it really doesn't sound like a guitar anymore. But having said that, it's super easy to use. Yeah. Which is, yeah. you just go, oh, keep hitting the mic, sorry. Stop hitting um, the mic. Yeah, <laughs> I get keen. But, uh, yeah, so it's kind of just you play a couple knobs, like, for seconds and instantly you're into, like, cool, like, um, something that you wouldn't get out of a standard tremolo pedal or a synth pedal. Yeah. It's yeah. it's definitely its own thing. I'm just looking yeah. around to see if there's anything else that's kind of like it that I have, but I don't think it there is. No, not 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 really. Isn't there a new um newish electroharmonics tremolo that does similar things, the patterned? Ah, oh, the super pulsar or something like that, or or super duper pulsar, or 
Is that the one? Super duper duper pulsar. Super stereo pulsar. Is it? Is that what it's called? Might be that. Uh, yeah. Let me have a look. Let me maybe have a... maybe at the beginning of the year or something they released it. Oh, speaking of, I've totally forgot. Um, Summer Nam's coming up. Oh yeah, that's is that next week? Week after? So, soon, because um, on uh, Nick Grizz Instagram, he's had a big crate of like a pallet crate ready to go to Nashville for Summer Nam. Well, there you go. And I'm I just looking totally ear checks. Website, yeah, there could be some. Fun well, it's got the attack, up. attack, decay thing. Is that the one you're talking about? No, no, there's something else uh, that does look cool too. Let's have a look. What's the nine series? Oh, oh Mel nine? nine and Thing Nine and that nine, which I really like them actually. I want to get more of them. Uh, let's see. Delay, loopers, distortion, first filters, foot switches, controls, loopers, microphones, multi effects, next step. Uh, <laughs> uh, octave synthesis pitch. Tremolo and vibrato. Let's have a look at that. Sure. Uh, the super pulsar. I think that's the one you're talking about. Okay. Oh, no, I know which one you mean. Um, that's a multi-effect, isn't it? That's, um, what's it called? The 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 Modrex. Yeah, that's the one. Modrex. Switch your musical, or oh, stretch your musical boundaries. Man, the text is small. I've got to make it bigger. I'm getting old. Can't read stuff anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so it's like a, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. The, the, it's sort of blue with golden stuff on it, Modrex. <laughs> That's um, one, yeah. It's a modulation tremolo pan filter. Cool. Polyrhythmic modulator. That could be fun to check out. Yeah, well, uh, M- 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 Mikey, Mikey Matthews, if you want to like <laughs> send us one, Mikey. Um, <clears throat> um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, other than that, anything else exciting and new that's been happening? I'm just looking around. Um, mm. There's so much just... stuff been ha- going on that it's kind of hard to keep track of everything. Um, yeah. There are some news, some quite exciting news coming up. Uh, I can't quite talk about them yet. Yeah. But in it, it all I'm going to say is it may involve me getting on a plane. Um, yeah. Um, so basically, what's happened is Gabor's been deported. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I, I'm just going to live on a plane now. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, um, what's the guy that got WikiLeaks, dude? Yeah, that's basically uh, going to be me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, living in airports and living stuff. Living in airports and stuff. Um, cool. Uh, Ju- Ju- Julian Assange? Assange, Assange yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so there's some. I'll, we'll talk about it when we can talk about it, but um, that's rather yeah. exciting um, coming up um, mm. uh, in a couple of months. Um, what else? Um, anything else? Ex- oh, we uh, just started talking uh, again with with uh, Thomas. Uh, he used to work for a company here called Ma- Ma- uh, Manic Music Factory. Is that what they were called? I believe so. MMF. Yeah. Uh, they used to kind of sponsor us with strings for a little while too and stuff, but I don't think they exist necessarily anymore. But he now has a new company called Voltage.mi. 
mm. which is basically like an, a distributor here in Australia. And so he's dealing with Three Monkeys solderless cables. He's dealing with um, Cusack pedals. And he's also dealing with that glitch pedal. Now, what's the actual brand for that mini glitch? What is that pedal called? Um, because... Um, I know the one you mean, but I'm not sure if the just name... Just trying to think of it. But yeah, there's most likely one of those coming our way, yeah. um, which is very cool. Hey, um, I might have to wind up the uh, chat, man. I've got some people who've showed up in my house. Oh, yeah, and I've got to go since I've got to go and do a gig. But hang on, I just want to quickly find a mini glitch by TKOG effects, Tacog effects. Okay. Um, uh, there's one most likely heading heading um, this way yeah. shortly. So, all right, Can well, you've got to go and, and talk to people that rocked up at your house, and i got to mm. go and get myself ready for a gig. But uh, so, yeah, sorry yes. about missing. Uh, the podcast two you. weeks ago. We missed you all. Missed you all. Listeners. And uh, we'll try and make it more regular. And we've got a couple of um, guests lined up as well. So there'll be a few guests maybe uh, on the next podcast and stuff. But big thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe. Check out the YouTube channel. Do all the um, social media mm. crap. And um, I mean, good stuff. <laughs> good and, salesman, uh, huh? um, Yeah. And uh, thanks, Alex. And we'll talk. we'll talk soon. Thanks, folks. Hope you have a great day. We'll catch you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.